This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Frank. And I still remember how to sit properly for these interviews. Yes, you look great. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> it was mentioned earlier today that you know, I knew how to sit, you know, like on the edge of my chair with like a nice, bird. nice posture. Yes, you know? yeah. the, the more uncomfortable you are on camera, the better it looks. Fantastic. So I'm going to look great because I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Well, I mean, I try to tell some of my friends come by, you know, when you're traveling and when you're in Baton Rouge, and I, I'll say to them, you know, um, you might, you, I will try to sit up as straight as uncomfortably possible uh, because that translates better. And I tell the kids on Scholars Bowl this, you know, the more uncomfortable you are, the straighter you sit, the, the better you look when flattened out on camera because that's right. the fact of being three-dimensional and being squished into two dimensions. So It hurts uh, to be squished into two dimensions, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Yes, and I always think of you. And I think of you as a very three-dimensional person, Catherine. So. I try to be <laughs> only on stage. Well, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're you know you're doing a Knoxville drive-by. Thank you. <laughs> Too. It, it's going to be a fast one. <laughs> and that somehow uh, you chose to include us in your schedule. Okay. We do want you to help us get to a thousand YouTube subscribers by Christmas. That's the goal that Jeff Dutro set for us. Fantastic. And you can do that by going to our website. Well, YouTube subscribers first. YouTube subscribers first, first. yeah. YouTube.com. Slash Frank and Friends Show. Yeah. And just um, smash that button for notifications. Uh, (laughs) And we figured at this point you're probably already subscribed, so trick somebody else into doing it. Tell your friends. Yes. And then the merch you're referencing is on the website. FrankandFriendsShow.com backslash store. Where someone has learned how to uh, add the videos. Fantastic. On a timely, in a timely fashion, meaning me. So uh, yay me. I trained you well. Yes. <laughs> so this is our podcast version. You know, we've also got the Seymour Smokies episodes. And uh, coming up this weekend, I'll be dropping the Tennessee Valley Fair episode. That's exciting. And we're filming, you and I are going to film a Seymour Smokies episode at Historic Cherokee Caverns. And there'll be details on that coming up in the middle of this episode. So stay tuned. But I want to mention, Catherine, you got mentioned on another podcast. Another podcast? Yes. But... Not the same one that I was mentioned on the last time. What was that one? The last one was the voice of me singing. Oh, like the that's right. Ready, set, go. Uh, Bean, my friend Bean, on a cup of tea and a chat with Allie and Bean, used your voice to start an episode. Yeah, that was really cool. Because you're saying, okay, one, two, three, ready, let's go at Mount Moonshine Mountain Coaster. That's right. And it sounded fantastic. <laughs> In fact, I even when he after he did that, I went back and made a, a YouTube short. Okay, I guess it nice. may be a reel or a, a short. Yeah. I'm trying to teach myself how to do it. It's very difficult. Oh. Because we shoot in widescreen so right. that you can watch this on, you know, on your phone or on your big screen TV. Uh, and then you've got to squish it down into, you know, stupid, this, whatever that, I can't even find my phone. You know, instead, instead of making it look nice like this, you've got to make it look squishy like that. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's what everybody wants. That's the thing. Did you, you make one? Of you singing again, yeah. Did I share it? I don't know. I don't. I, I doubt remember. it. I, then you didn't. Well, share it again. It's still valid. Okay. Because I also made it. one of um, when Nate Evans was here, and we were trying to spell Gladys Knight on the board, and we're missing the K. <laughs> and I said, without the K, she's just Gladys of the evening. <laughs> Isn't that, that's that's funny. a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then when Jeff Detro was here, he was talking about uh, how I have an ego problem. I can't imagine. Ego anyone. is Spanish for fig. Oh. He's so clever. Nice. That was uh, good. Yeah. And... <laughs> And um, then also we That's talked about... That's the only about, ego problem also, so... Yeah, just the thing. Also about his transitory time, which is self-explanatory in that short, if you haven't... That's our number one short, I think, at this point. That's awesome. So you have to find that. Well, anyway, you were mentioned on another podcast. Where? Now, this Who, one what? is called Quitters Never Give Up. Quitters Never Give Up. I like it already. Can you sing that? 
<laughs> I mean, think about it for a second, because in the course of this, because they, this is the great show that is involved with all things related to Kevin and Bean. Okay. Now, Kevin and Bean, 30 years on KROQ, and a lot of the members of the show, Bean, Kevin, Ralph, uh, the Janky Town guys, got, have gone on to create their own podcast now that the show is over. Right. Well, thanks to Bean, the folks at Quitters Never Give Up heard about Frank and Friends and started watching slash listening to it. And when they do the podcast roundup, they play a clip from Ali and Bean, they play a clip from Kevin and Sluggo, or Kevin's Great News, he's got two, nice. or, or the Janky Town guys. They go around and do the roundup. Nice. And lately, Christopher, who does this, has been including the Frank and Friends show in the podcast roundup. That's so cool. Well, didn't you do like a two-hour, three-hour, ten-hour-long interview with them? Yes, I think I only did two hours with them. And now they're jealous because I did five hours with Jody Collins on Ramblin' Man. You know, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. We so do an all-nighter, like a lock-in. <laughs> a lock-in with Frank Murphy. <laughs> but I told the quitters, I, I emailed them to thank them for including us in the podcast roundup. And uh, I told them that um, I'd be more than happy to come on again if they have something I want to talk about. You know, we were talking with them just about the Kevin and Bean show and my connections. Whereas, mostly about, whereas with Ramblin' Man, I mean, he's got me going. He was having me tell stories that I'd forgot about from when I was in high school and college. And, and my wife is listening to it, calling the kids saying, you need to listen to this podcast. Dad is saying <laughs> stuff on here that he's never told us. That's amazing. So well, it was called Ramblin' Man. So yeah. Well, he challenged me. Yeah. Well, on the Quitters Never Give Up show, they had recently a clip of um, Jeff Detro, who I just referenced. He's a Hall of Fame DJ, formerly of the Jeff and Jer show in San Diego. And he's been on twice. Nice. So the first time he was on, he was reading one-star reviews of hotels, because we're talking about my experience going to a, a cheesy hotel in um, Northern Virginia. Okay. And he's doing it in his deep, deep radio voice. And it's just, it's, in, it's such a contrast of this beautiful announcer voice talking about this horrible, <laughs> dirty motel. Right. So they played a clip of that. Well, in the next episode, they, you know, Christopher just says, as a matter of fact, well, Catherine Freddy was back for this episode, and she had an interesting story. Apparently, some guy wrote her an angry email. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, let's keep telling this so, story. So the whole clip, and I'm thrilled, by the way, I'm thrilled, because uh, they make a joke about how I'm supposed to be so interesting, but the whole clip is you telling the story of the angry old man... <laughs> Who wrote you an angry email, didn't send it, and showed, showed up, up at the, at the opera house a pretty good story. to tell you that he wrote you an angry email and didn't send it. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so that now is doubly famous. It's on Quitters. I love it. Never give up. So now say that nice and clean because they'll, they'll, they'll love it. Thank you, Quitters Never Give Up. Yes. Quitters Never Give Up. One more time. Quitters Never Give Up. Boom. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're here. I've got so many things to tell you. I've been to uh, back to Northern Virginia again. I've been oh to goodness. Michigan. I've been, um, well, here. I've been to the fair. I've done things. But you... How long have I been gone? A long time. It doesn't seem like long enough for you to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my wife and I travel fast. Okay, that's good. When we go to Northern Virginia, <laughs> we go, we went on uh, Labor Day weekend. We f- zoomed in, got there for... Um, Little uh, Gracie's baptism. She nice. was baptized on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Nice. Uh, we had a day of, we were supposed to do stuff on Labor Day, but we just kind of just couldn't. We were just like, Ugh. Exhausted, yeah. And then Tuesday, it was five more, 500 miles to Michigan. Wow. And then Wednesday, Frank Jr. gets his PhD. And then nice. uh, Thursday, it's like, Ugh. Actually, we went to a cider mill. I'm going to tell you that next time, okay. next episode. I'm saving yeah. that. And then uh, Friday, it's back home. 
So Jerry can go to the Knoxville Choral Society retreat and get ready for their big season coming nice. up. That's exciting. Yeah, if you're in town for any of those shows, you need to come. They're doing a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I'll have in to fact, check it out. Kind of last minute, they decided somebody decided to restage the um, Chronicles of Blue and Gray, mm. which is the piece about the Civil War that John Purifoy wrote. Oh, that would be And that they all sang at Carnegie Hall. Nice. Like five years ago. That'll be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you though, you've been uh, whooping it up with. Um, Recipes and you did a, a bit in Baton Rouge. I did. So. I, I still stalk you on social media. I hope you Please. noticed. I mean, I would right. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would I be on social media if not for people to stalk me? <laughs> Clearly, that's the reason. In fact, actually, um, my one of my new employees over at Opera Louisiana, she was telling me that she was nervous. You know, yeah. as anyone would be when they're about to get like a new boss in town yeah. or whatever. Especially you. I know, right? Yeah. Terrifying. So she was told the board didn't tell her who they were thinking of. The mm-hmm. old or the former general director said, yeah. "I think this is who they're they're thinking of." And so she admitted to me. Was it you? That they, they tell- yes. Okay. And it, she so she admitted to me uh, just earlier this week that she had gone on a nice long stocking <sighs> expedition online to to find out all about me before yes. I arrived. Do a I'm deep like, dive on the Google. What did know? she find? She found that she thought I was fabulous. You of course. Know? I mean, come on. Well, did she find our show? I don't know if she did find it. She must. Have, she didn't dig that deep. See, right? Because that's what I'm thinking. That's <laughs> that's where you know you that's, draw where, the line. that's where you draw the fabulous line. <laughs> yeah. The fabulous line ends at my door. <laughs> what can you say? So we did this fabulous event. It was sold out. It was called Bon Appetit. See, that reminds me of a magazine that my parents used to subscribe to, and my dad used to go to Bazaar Francais, which is a restaurant supply store in New York, and he would buy all these fancy kitchen implements. And, of course, it reminds me of how Julia Child would finish her show on PBS in the old days. You know, bon appétit! Bon appétit! Yeah, well, funny you should say that. This is an opera that is actually a Julia Child episode. So, wait, it's not like um, the movie Julia... Julie and Julia? Julia and Juliet? No, this is actually like taken. The libretto and everything was yeah. taken directly from one of her 20 minute baking oh, episodes. Get out of here. And this Have is you ever she's... staged this in Knoxville? We did it in 2013, the first year. That's before I. I know, so we have to bring it back. Please. You know, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. It's time. So it's time to rejuvenate it. But it is a really fabulous 25 minute, you know, opera. And Julia Child is baking a chocolate cake. And that in and of itself is yes. a lot of fun with all of the, yes. you know, the props that you need to make this happen. But, you know, that's not quite enough for me. I need to stage it with something else. Do you so, get cake at the end? Yes. So she- we paired it, though. We paired this opera with a performance of Berenstain's The Four Recipes, which is a song cycle that's not normally staged. Now, the, he's known for the bears. The Berenstain Bears. Mm-hmm. Same the exact same composer. <laughs> No, Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> Wait, oh, Leonard Bernstein. Yes, yes, Bernstein. Okay. Or Bernstein. Like the Bernstein I, I don't Bernstein. know. I mean, I, that's how I used to know the difference. We would talk about, I thought the I thought like West Side Story, Candide guy was Leonard Bernstein, or, or we used yeah, to call him Bernstein. Probably. Leonard Bernstein is how we said it in New York. And yeah. then, uh, but Bernstein was the Bears. the Bears. Well, that's just a regional thing. I call them both Bernstein. Okay. <laughs> so the Bears are, what are they doing? They're Not making the a song cycle. So there's a song cycle. Lenny. And it's four recipes. It's only four minutes long. Oh. And we staged it with a soprano trying to create these, you know, great yeah. recipes and failing miserably. A la Julia Child. Yeah, so she can't make these recipes, so she turns on the television. And here comes, Genius. hello, 
I'm Julia Child. So this would explain the photo that you posted, where it was two people yes. at two parts of the room, each yes. with a like a table, table, and one was a mess. Correct. And the other was fine. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Julia Child obviously is baking her cake, and it's all beautiful, and she's drinking her wine while、well, she does it, and it's no big deal. Oh, have a and- nice riesling! <laughs> and the other girl is, you know, throwing flour and eggs and chocolate and drinking right out of the bottle. And oh, it's, it's great! I would like so, to see that as just as the same, just just the same bit. Yeah, it's it's really oh, that fun. That sounds great. But one of the cool things was、uh, Claire Shackleton, who played Julia Child for us. Yeah, she actually knows how to bake in real life. Like she has a baby. Don't most people? Well, no, but like she has like a business. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I don't know how to bake. I mean, most people might, but I don't.、Okay. I would be that girl with the chocolate all over. <laughs> That's why it's relatable to me. Here I'm you know, relating. You try to put yourself, you See, know, on、yeah. the stage. I'm relating not to her. I'm relating to Julia Child. Well, well. Well, what's your Julia Child story? Well, I met her once. Okay. Um, and I was excited because I mean, it's in terms of baking, you know, my my I told you my father would shop at Bazaar Francais.、Um, there was this famous、uh, story about the Bacardi rum cake that my little sister had to make when she was around nine. Okay. Because my mother was not home, my dad calls from New、at、York、nine. and says, "Hey, we had an emergency here at the photo shoot.、Uh, we need two new Bacardi rum cakes ASAP." And mom's not home, so my little sister, I go to the liquor cabinet and I get all the stuff out. <laughs> My, I think Grandpa was technically there watching、okay. us, but Catherine, my sister, was nine at the time, which is certainly old enough to bake a rum cake in our family. So she makes this Bacardi rum cake, and a courier picks it up and takes it down to New York City, and it's used in the photo shoot for McCall's magazine. That's incredible. And then Bacardi put it on a full-page ad. It was an ad, not a you know not the magazine, but the Bacardi ad in the magazine of the recipe for the rum cake. Wow! And it's my sister's rum cake, and they used it for thirty, forty years. That's amazing. And they made recipe cards with the cake on it、that's、and everything. That's fantastic. So that's why you know we love. We would watch cooking shows. I mean, my gosh. Okay.、Yeah. So when I had the opportunity, I kept put、uh, to meet Julia Child. Now I have it on this. I can put it. I think I have a digital version I could put on the screen. But you see,、uh, I got Marie Osmond on the top, and the, but the bottom one. That's that's great, Julia Child. That's amazing. So she was coming. She had a cookbook. And this would have been the late '90s because she's alive.、Um, that's how you can tell. That's how you can. And、yeah. um, she was coming when cookbook authors would always go to radio stations. So we were in this run where this cookbook company was seemed to be calling me every month. They said, "Do you want Emerald?"、I'm、like, "Yeah, we want Emerald."、Uh, "Do you want Mrs. Fields from the Cookies?" I'm like, sure, "Yeah, of course." Mrs. Fields,、uh, Julia Child. Of course, I want Julia Child. But we, I wanted to put a weird twist on each of these interviews. Okay. So for Emerald. I called the IHOP、um, up the street on La Cienega in West Hollywood,、nice. and said, "Can we bring a guy by and maybe you know mess around the kitchen a little bit while we're live on the radio?" And they're like, "Yeah, whatever." So we show up with Emerald, and he's like bamming this the egg kitchen, you know everything. Sure. And we're and all that food actually was free. The restaurant's like, "Yeah, but no one's awesome. Just give away Emerald food." Yeah. And then with Mrs. Fields,、um, we actually had. A prep chef, a TV prep chef,、oh, nice. who came with her, came in advance of her, and they measured out all the ingredients into those little bowls. Right, and we had it all set. It was radio,、right. but we set it up as if it was a TV cooking segment. That's awesome. And she did it. She made a batch of Mrs. Fields cookies. Well, that's the funny thing about this piece. Julia Child mentions like, oh, you know, in your self-cleaning kitchen, <laughs> which she really means that she has a stage manager <laughs> down there on the, the floor the, under her. Yeah, you know? wait,、so、sweeping. The other girl who's making a complete disaster of her station、yes. is like. Really, <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah, there's some. If you look, if you Google into Julia Child, and my wife and I went to a museum exhibit somewhere where they had her kitchen. Nice. 
Nice. I think it was must have been in, in New England when we were doing our tour of the 50 states. We went mm. to a museum and saw the Julia Child's actual kitchen in That's a museum. Awesome. Um, but for her, I thought, what would be the most intimidating thing? And I thought for the for DJs, her or for, you? For, no, for the Mark and Brian. Okay. So I, we had, we took the cookbook and we had them each pick a random number. Okay. And they had to make what was ever on that nice. page the night before and bring it in and serve it to Julia Child. <laughs> and get and a she report. Would, and she would taste, yeah, make a make a, a report. Test, yeah. And then I remember Brian got so he worked hard at it, and I got so furious at Mark when Mark admitted that he didn't do it. His wife did it. <gasps> Cheating. <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun having all those famous fun. people come through. You Absolutely. Know? Was she cool? Oh, she was delightful. She, it was like when I look at the picture, I have to stop and think. Now that's not my grandma. That's Julia. That's Child. Julia Child yeah. because it just felt. I mean, I, I was a PBS nerd as a kid. I would watch sure. you know everything from Pocket Full of Fun to Mister Rogers to French Chef to yeah. you know all the things. So yeah, that's I, really cool. My, my mother always had. The Art of French Cooking, it was like the go-to cookbook. A lot of people look right. for its joy of cooking. My mother's go-to was... The joy. Yeah, so we'd have, you know, coco <laughs> What's for dinner? coco <laughs> Or some other, you know, Frenchy word. You know, that was, that's what she made. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we'd have to do this opera here just for you. Mm. We have to bring it back to Knoxville. I wish there was a concert coming up that I could hear you my know? friend Catherine and some other hotties. I mean, uh, lovely sopranos. <laughs> I think you just meant and some hotties or some hotties. With you know yeah, I mean? all three. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's Angels. We are performing this weekend. Yeah. So this uh, you get your tickets fast because it's coming up on Sunday at marblecityopera.com slash tickets. And it's called? Stalactites, Sopranos, and Stilettos. Now that's a really creative title. And I give you 100% credit for thinking of that wonderful title. Thank you. And I will take all of the credit except that I think it was really Whitney's <laughs> idea. Well, okay. And I said yes. <laughs> That's the one. Well, she does the princess parties, That's so she right. knows all about the uh, the stilettos and the. I think it was that we were collaborating one day in our in our meeting, and we were talking about what it was going to be called, and sopranos and stilettos and stalactites. Actually, I've got to say it more clearly: it's stalactites. Stalactites. Because I think I also slipped and said the wrong thing. Uh, as stalact with a C. Uh, the ones that come from the ceiling. C for ceiling. ceiling. Nice. Stalagmites. Come from below. G, ground. Stalag. That's amazing. Come up from the ground. Now, have you been to the cave yet? I've actually never been to the cave. Because you've got rehearsal. You're going to go in the cave or no? No, we're not even... So your first time in the cave will be the day of the concert. Yeah, that'll be great. Okay. <laughs> well, you're very lucky. I am very lucky. In that... Somebody has been there who's in this room. Oh, yeah. I love the cave. And, I love the historic Cherokee caverns. And suggested it to me. Yes, it was my idea that we have a concert in the cave. So, yeah, yay, that's really the whole reason I'm doing this he episode. You wanted to talk about it. I want to talk about yeah. me. <laughs> um, and, but I like it there. I've done an improv show in there, and I thought that's a great venue. And, of course, we have Dr. Bass in there several times a year uh, to do forensic lectures. Yeah. But I was thinking, weather-wise, you're very lucky because um, there's no rain in the forecast uh, for the week leading up to the Which show. Is good, because I imagine there'll be kind of a muddy trail if it was raining. Well, what happens is the, the rain creates new uh, stalactites and stalagmites, so the ceiling will drip. <gasps> the, gra- the rain percolates through the ground above and then comes out through the cave ceiling and, that's, and picks up minerals along the way, and as it drips down, that's how the stalactites are formed. That is so cool. Yeah. So on a 
normal day, you have to maybe wear a hat. It's <laughs> amazing. Or just let it get in your head. But here, trick, pro tip, is look down at the ground where the holes are, where the where the dots are. And that's okay. where the rain drops hit. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then um, it's also you know fifty eight degrees. All the time. All the time. That's fabulous. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. So people, you've got a, a light sweater. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know what would be a great thing to bring, Kevin? Ooh. Perhaps. Probably. A Frank a, and Friends sweatshirt. Frank and Friends sweatshirt, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Jerry's, but it's a, uh, I thought, I forgot yeah. to plug it at the beginning, so I'll, just, I'll work it in again at the end. But this would be, where's the logo? Uh, a delightful thing to wear. Absolutely. Yes. To keep yourself warm in the 58 degree uh, temperature of Cherokee Caverns. They show movies down there. Yes. Uh, Lost Boys, they're doing um, Hocus Pocus. But I want to know more about... So I already know about the stalactites. I'm good with that. I have a fairly strong concept of stiletto. (laughs) Do you? Are you going to wear? Of course. We're going to wear stilettos. All three of you? Yeah, all three of us. I mean, not until we get down into the cave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, the ground came... Well, the last time I was there, it had rained, and it was a little slick going down the hill. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't want to put the stilettos on until you're you're in your performance space. Yeah. Uh, Which is still, you know, a sandy-ish ground. Yeah. But... I know who the Sopranos are, but I want to know what the what's on the show. I paid the show? $15 for my ticket, Catherine. <laughs> it's a mystery. No, I want, to to know. I want to know. I want to know what I'm going to We're doing a lot of uh, musical theater and opera pieces. We do have a fantastic surprise at the end planned, which what I cannot is it? tell you. You can tell me. Um, it was my idea. Well, the, the surprise wasn't your idea, or no. you would already know. Um, <laughs> we're turning a couple of pieces into ensembles. So we have Soul Aria, which is from The Marriage of Figaro. Yeah. But instead of doing it as a duet, we're doing it as a trio. Nice. That's good. And so I don't know. Do you know that, that piece at all? Okay. So. I've, I've seen Marriage of Figaro on TV. Yeah. Well, the Countess is talking to Susanna. And they're making a plan to trick the count. Okay. And they're, they're coming up with their plan. And so normally you have the two sopranos and the countess is kind of dictating and Susanna's taking notes. Okay. Well, so to make fun of ourselves, since we all work for Marble City Opera. Yes. And I'm playing the countess. Of course. Kayla and Whitney are splitting Susanna's lines up. Yes. And, and Kayla is going to repeat them. As it and telling them to Whitney, like, oh, that's yes, funny. write that down. So she's listening oh, nice. to me, and she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then tells no, her, no, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also kind of a, a joke about us. Good, yeah, good, good, good. Oh, I like it. And then yeah. some show tunes. Some show tunes. We have "You'll Never Walk Alone" and uh, something from Andrew Lloyd Webber's piece after the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, the one of the worst musicals in the history of, of But this theater. song is good. The music is good. I'm talking about the plot. The plot is terrible, but this song is really good. That's called Love Never Dies. Love Never Dies, and that's the song she's singing. And Who is who's doing it? Whitney. Uh-huh. And, uh, is she going to do anything from Cinderella? I don't think she is. <laughs> she should totally she's do. She's not bringing her Cinderella friend with her. <laughs> or a Little Mermaid Little or Mermaid. Snow White. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah it's, all, it's all Disney. She's friends with all the... That's uh, a different opera company. Yeah, uh, Is that an opera company? The Princess Parties? No, <laughs> I was just being silly. Oh, okay. Well, that would that would be an interesting... Uh, <laughs> the Princess Operas. That's pretty fun. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock, Historic Cherokee Caverns. As of this recording, the tickets are about half gone. They are, yes. So uh, get you. there might be one or two at the door, but play it safe. Buy them online at marblecityopera.com slash tickets. And then, uh, that's the end of the commercial. 
Okay. The end of commercial. I mean, you yeah. can, I think. I mean, if you, if you talk, <laughs> I have more to say than say it. But, I, but I'm now reminded of some other uh, Marble City Opera business that I wanted to bring up. Okay, well, I was just going to say yes. that we are also doing the Carmen Trio, which takes place in, like, the caves. So it'll be fun. Oh. That'll be kind of our site-specific what is ensemble. That? The Car Trio is when Carmen, Mercedes, and Frisquita sing sing together in Act 3. I see, I only saw Carmen. I see, I'm, I only... I saw like Carmen. No, no, I saw Carmen one time when Knoxville Opera did it. Okay, and that's several years ago. Okay, I think that's the one where Jerry couldn't come, and I had to have find a date. You know? Oh, okay. So Frisquita and Mercedes are, you know, reading the tarot cards. Okay, and they're having a great time, and they're competing they're with each other. Yeah, they're in the caves. That's oh. where Micaela comes and like gets Jose because they've been smuggling. You know, they're in the uh, maybe maybe they the staged caves. it differently yeah. in the for KOs. I don't remember a cave. It's it's really I mean it's cool, though. it can be the mountains. I like it. The mountains. Fantastic. Mountainous caves. Yeah, well that's well know. caves and mountains go together. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh good, good times. Bravo. Bravo. What, what, what is this Marvel City Opera question you have? Well, um, that is a Sunday the eighteenth is mm-hmm. the concert. Mm-hmm. And you're staying in town for another what, thirty six hours? To if, go to a board meeting? Yes, but here's the thing. Now, I have a question about you, Catherine. I know okay. that you're, my friend Bean is half American, half British, dual citizenship. Yes. You're half American. Your mother's British. Do you also have dual citizenship? I do. <gasps> oh, well, then I'm so sorry about your queen. I know. Ha- your half queen. Yeah, my half queen. I'm sorry that your half queen has passed. You know, it actually hit me. What? When she passed away, it actually like made me emotional. Well, it should. I mean, I be, wasn't I, like surprised. I wasn't ready for that. I don't yeah. think you know. And it did, but it did. It hit me. I was, I was quite upset. And the same with Bean. Um, you know, he was talking about that on his uh, podcast. But I also know that King Charles the Third has declared the uh, the funeral day to be a bank holiday. That's good. So that means that all the banks are closed. School is canceled. Everything's canceled. That's good. On Monday, September nineteenth. That's great. Things are canceled. Mm-hmm. You're half British. Yep. We have a board meeting <laughs> on Monday, September 19th, mm-hmm. but you're half British and everything's right. canceled. So I will cancel the rest of my day except for that. <laughs> <laughs> that hour stands. <laughs> well, can we cancel? As the Queen would want me to keep on and carry Well, you know how we normally sit at the board meeting. <laughs> can we cancel my half? <laughs> no, I need you there. This is... This is uh, this is I, a doozy. I need you. I haven't. You do? Yeah. You're sweet. Yeah. That's, she says that. That's how she gets me. She gets, I'm like, oh, I want to be needed. <laughs> oh, Catherine. Oh, Catherine. She said she needed me of the thing. I can't say no. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's one of my gifts. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of it, Catherine. No, you can't. <laughs> See, I already wrote it down. Yeah. You did, therefore. Yeah. yeah no. uh, September 19th, bank holiday for the Queen's funeral. Therefore, the board meeting should be. You know, as a as a good British half citizen, you know you have to You're keep calm and carry on. <laughs> right. You know, that's the motto. <laughs> she would be disappointed in me if I didn't. Okay. You know, I mean, same with my grandmother when she was when she was dying. She, I was there with her in England, and I had all these other auditions all over the world. One was I had just come back from Paris yeah. and been performing in London. I had an audition in Berlin, and I had an audition in New York, and she really wanted me to go. She didn't want me to sit there by her bedside. And watch her die. Oh. Yeah, but I I mean, I wish I had. <laughs> but In the hindsight. In the hindsight, but I was actually the last person she spoke to. So. Oh, well. But, and she wanted me to keep on. All right, all right. So I understand. On. you got to keep on with the queen. <sighs> we might have to have tea 
Yes. End. Okay. We can have yeah. tea. Uh, yeah. A cup of tea and a chat. Like that's what Beyonce right, sings exactly. about all the time. Like, here, they even have a little song in there where they go from the gardener to the queen and everyone in between have a cup of tea. That's nice. I so, like it. all right. Now, I also want to know more about where you've never, where you, why I don't see you anymore because you moved. <laughs> <laughs> Part time moved. <laughs> I do have a fabulous apartment. You've got an apartment in downtown Baton Rouge. Living and now, downtown life. now, we're obviously friends in real life because I've been hearing a little bits and pieces about it. And I, I want to act like I don't know for the show. <laughs> But you've got me wanting to come down there with Jerry and, and, and experience some of this yeah. red stick uh, excitement. Yeah, you'll have to come visit. I mean, the apartment, first of all, is, is pretty fantastic. I don't really care about the apartment. Okay, I know, I but it has a pool on the third floor. Oh. And how many How many floors does like it on have? The roof, six. So, There's a thir- so in the middle of the building. In the middle of the building, on the roof. Oh, it sticks out. Yes. Ah. So it's actually built in like an H shape and and very wisely... There are um, a garage yeah. parking underneath, and it's two levels. Won't that so, flood when it, there's a hurricane? Well, that's why you go to the second floor. <laughs> the first Wisely. floor. Wisely. That was the wise part. <laughs> Everyone knows the second floor. <laughs> so the first floor. Don't park on the... Only, only noobs uh, go park on the, on the bottom level. Everyone up. That's just the drain. That's just the, There's a big drain down there. It's the bottom. It's the bathtub. Okay. But you know, if a hurricane's coming, I'm coming back to Knoxville. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. All right. All right. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, you're in the so H-shaped building of Baton Rouge, and, um, and the pool would be there on the crossbar of the H. It's well, on of. one side is the pool, and the other side is this lovely garden. Oh, yeah. This is where you walk the dog. No, the Sasha has become a city dog, though. Okay, what's she, the what's the? I mean, I don't the have a dog. Between and, city and country dog. So would you? <laughs> Wait, are you trying to tell me that your pampered pet is a country dog? No, she's a city dog now. But used to be, a, when in Knoxville, she in was Knoxville. a country dog? No, I mean, no. Yeah. No, no, she's a city. She when you said she was a city precious. dog, I'm like, okay. She was very precious about where she was going to do her business uh, before we moved to Baton Rouge. Yes. Okay, so, like, if it was going to rain, she's afraid of the rain, which is a great, so it's great that she's in Louisiana where it rains all the time. <laughs> but she's terrified of the rain. And so we can never get her to go outside. We have these little courtyards in our, you know, place here in Knoxville. Yeah. And she'll never do our business out there. Like, oh. even when we were in um, Florida and going to be going through the hurricane, she wouldn't go in the garage. Like, she's like, no, like, I'm precious. I need to have my grass, you know, okay. out in the backyard. Well, now that she's in the city. There's no grass in the backyard. Well, she'll just go everywhere. Anywhere. You, I mean, she's just like walking down the street on the middle of the, the sidewalk and she has to, to squat and go. And it's like, Time's, it's what, t- what has happened to you? You've changed, you know? Maybe it's the spicy food. She's adapting. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's too many crawfish or whatever it is you eat down there. What do you eat or down there? I eat gulf fish. Have you had goldfish? Or redfish? No, I, I mean, it almost sounded like you said goldfish. Gulf, G-U-L-F. Gulf fish. The gulf fish. Gulf fish. like a yellowtail, redfish. It's delicious. I've never tasted anything so good. How, do you, how is it different from regular fish? I don't know. They just, I'm, well, first of all, they know how to cook really well. Yes. Um, there's this great place called Cecilia's, which is in walking distance. Is that your new uh, favorite it's restaurant? my new favorite restaurant. Cecilia was the patron saint of musicians. See, it's perfect. Did you know that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not Catholic. Why would you know that? 
That's <laughs> it's, it's inside Catholicism right there. So Cecilia's, Cecilia's. and they have redfish, bluefish, white fish, one fish, two fish. What do they have? Yeah, it's a Dr. Seuss themed restaurant. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, the red, bluefish is a real thing. That's true. Up in New York and Long Island, you get bluefish. Okay. Right. And uh, down in, in, apparently in the Gulf, you get redfish. Redfish. And if you have one of them, then one fish, two fish, redfish, bluefish. Yeah, so that's you're true. All, it's all good. Yeah, redfish, it's delicious. They do a pork chop. They have these boudin balls, which I don't what? know. What? Yeah, I know. Can you say that on the show? <laughs> Let me Google. It's got like crop. Let me Google. Are you allowed to say that? Sweet potato. Could you spell it? B O U. B O U. D I N, I think. Balls? Yeah. I shouldn't Recipe. have said that. See? There you go. Oh. So they kind of look like. It says fried Cajun appetizers. Exactly. So there's Cajuns in them. <laughs> yeah. Boudin sausage, eggs, sausage. all purpose flour, panko. Okay. Or here's one with boneless pork shoulder, chicken livers, bread. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know about that. So here's one with Tony Chachier's eggs. How does Tony have eggs? Okay, well, Deep you might fried. not like that, but you, do you like cornbread? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is kind of the best. I know. This is make, I feel like I'm getting a little queasy from talking about. Um, <laughs> and uh, sazeracs. It's livers. They have sazeracs. I That's did good. think of you when I had a sazerac. When did you have a sazerac? Who made this? The, when I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were pretending we weren't friends oh, in right. life. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying we are. <laughs> Here's, here's my relationship with Catherine. I'm out to dinner with my wife and my son, Dr. Frank Jr., PhD doctor, mm-hmm. who is just, you know, we're having a celebratory dinner for his PhD. And we're at some nice restaurant. And my wife, you know, I'm not driving, I'm riding the back seat. I'm like, I'm like the <laughs> passenger know, third wheel. And this, my wife and my son are like, oh, so um, she says, you can get whatever you want. I'm looking at the menu. And at the time, and I actually will tell you about this in the next episode because it, it relates. I thought I had something wrong with my throat. So oh, yeah. I, I decided I would get a shot of whiskey. whiskey yeah. And I recognized Sazerac from the list okay. because you've said it. Yeah. And it wasn't as expensive as some of the other, you Choices. know, pr- super high premium whiskeys. And I thought, well, I know it's good because Catherine said so. And well, yeah, and I can gargle with it here in the restaurant because no one's paying any attention to me. <laughs> and you're not in New Orleans. So, so yeah. And uh, so while they're carrying on, I'm, I'm gargling with Sazerac and texting Catherine. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't but, know why I didn't get a picture of it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I don't think you wanted to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a great thing. We got to go visit uh, Baton Rouge. Yeah. What's um? So I, I guess I need to ask you this off the air. But your schedule then is you've got another production. You're doing the concert of the cave on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then it's back to Baton Rouge. Back to Baton Rouge for a bit, and then back to Knoxville for Heartbreak Express. That's with, October with Marble City Opera. That's the Dolly Parton fan. Yes. Opera, which is going to be really fun. And then I go to Santa Fe uh, to sing. Did you Nada. get another job. Oh, yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, you're going to be in, in the Pagliacci. Pagliacci, where I'm singing, Neda. That's you're just a, a singer. That yeah, you're not an administrator. Singing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to direct. You just get to go be a star and come back. Yeah, that'll oh, that's be fun. nice. That'll yeah. be a nice. Nice change of pace for you. Yeah. <laughs> Prima then... donna, first lady of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. And I like Santa Fe, and I like this company, so that'll oh, be good, nice. Good. And then what's next? Um, I have a. 
workshop of Doctor and the Devils, which is a piece that we're working on here. We talked about that on the show before. That's the body snatching piece that I'd like to learn more about and see if we can get uh, Dr. Bass. We're going to do some workshops of that. Nice. And starting in November, I think we're going to offer it free to the public. So cool. And do a little talk back session with the composer and things like that. So. Get everyone excited. That's November. November. December, I have Amal and the Night Visitors in, in Baton Rouge. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, it's nice. And then January, big celebration, 10th Here in anniversary. Yeah, Knoxville, Marble City Opera. I'm emceeing that. Yes. Okay. And then February, Sing and Swing, which is the Opera Louisiane fundraising event. This is, is why totally all these. fun. This is why all my opera singers are posting, here's my season. Right. Online. You did this I did, the other yeah. day. It's okay. obnoxious, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, everyone else is doing it. I, I thought it was a thing. I didn't think it was obnoxious. I thought that's, that's just that's what, what you're what supposed you do. to do. Yeah. 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 So then that's February. And then March. March is, is back to Knoxville for Infinite Energy of Ada Lovelace. Who's the lady with, who wrote with the, the computer, computer code codes back from in the 18, 1800s, right? Yeah. She's way advanced in algorithms. Okay. Yes. And then back to Baton Rouge for later in March to do. Um, a piece called Approaching Ali, which is a, about Muhammad Ali and this oh. writer who grew up really admiring him and actually got to interview him and their oh, experience. It's really nice. And then I go to, um, in April, where do I go? I go to Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, the Rocket City. You can say you watch the Rocket City Trash Pandas while you're there. Fantastic. Remember them? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're Trash Pandas, but... They're raccoons. I know. It's the Man League Baseball team. I know. They're related to pandas. Uh, yeah. They eat trash. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> still confuses me. <laughs> I'm directing a flater mouse there. Oh. And up for Huntsville. And then back to Knoxville for Susanna. And you're singing. Finale. Now, I didn't know. I, I assumed. I'm singing Susanna. When you, run an op- when you start an opera company, you always give yourself one juicy part every season. Because why else would you? Why not? I mean, you What's know, the point? What's the point? Yeah. Especially, I mean, I've never made a full-time salary at Marble City Opera. Uh, yeah. So you pay no, yourself I, with roles. I'm not. You don't have to talk, convince me, Catherine. I'm on your <laughs> team. I'm on team Catherine here. Thinking, of course, if you're not getting the, you know, one way to get the roles you truly want, it's Dolly Parton herself said this. Do you know the quote? I don't. If you don't like the road you're on, make pa- one. Pave a new one. That's right. Boom. Ta-da! All right. Well, and directors and conductors are artistic directors and general directors of companies, and they conduct and direct all of their shows during that's, the season. Yeah, that's so normal. It's that's, completely normal. Yeah. yeah. So you'll do Susanna. Susanna. Have you cast the rest of it yet, or is it too soon? Working on it. Yeah. Because that's so. a that's a quite that's a fa- fairly well known piece from the mid 20th century. Yes. It's a okay. Carlisle Floyd set so, in the Appalachian. Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Well, thank you, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, now, on uh, the next episode that you're here, I guess I can tell my stories. Yeah. I talked <laughs> to your ear off. Well, that's a good change. <laughs> no, it was good. I wanted. I told you enough stuff anyway. But I, um, I failed at uh, getting the board meeting canceled, so I guess I'll be there. You better. Um, I'll swing by and pick you up. When I was thinking, maybe I can entice you back um, for another day because... When I was in Michigan, I bought, you know how we're drinking buddies? Yeah. I purchased some hard cider. Oh, my goodness. More than I can drink. Well, I'm here. All right. I'm I'm here for you. (laughs) So that'll be coming up next time you're here. I think um, on Tuesday's episode, it'll be Alex Stokes again, because I'm playing some tricks uh, with the time-space continuum. (laughs) So Alex Stokes comes back on... uh, 
uh, Thursday, uh, Tuesday rather, to talk about his beer podcast, Waking nice. Up in a Brewery and all the other things. And then uh, Madam Frady, you'll be here another week from now to, uh, to, to, we'll cider it up. All right. Sounds good. Uh, please do go to our website, frankandfriendshow.com, and uh, get one of these. Uh, I don't know if you can get it in time for the cave uh, on Sunday, but you can get it for the next cave thing, which is in the spring, right? That's right. When is, uh, you did book two there, right? I think we actually were going to St. John's for the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we, next time you're at the cave, I'd like we to have more cave it. shows. You might also need a... Uh, sweatshirt in the okay. St. John's. Um, anyway, the Frank and Friends show uh, towel. I have the towel folding <laughs> fairy. I need one of these. Did you mm-hmm. notice the towel folding fairy comes back after every episode? So we can unfurl if you want. And I'll just oh. hope that uh, between now and next week, the, the fairy will come back. Yeah, good. That's important. Uh, and then Jody Collins was so impressed to see his logo on a towel. I bet. And you should I, have a signature on it. Oh no, I don't. Well, maybe. I guess he should. Did you, you um, need to sign the back? Yeah. And then Abby kept talking about how um, you, it's all the all the way down to the bottom. There's no. On oh, this yeah. part, you can see how the ink goes all the way through. It's actually a two-layer towel. It is. It's cotton on one side and polyester on the other. That's perfect. It's really uh, nice. Polyester is this side, cotton on this side. Yeah. Anyway, that's lovely. And if you like audio entertainment, uh, and who doesn't? Because um, you're you can listen to us on any of the audio podcast apps, including Audible. And if you go to our URL, which is audibletrial.com/slash Frank and Friends Show, they'll hook you up with a free 30-day premium membership to Audible to experience thousands and thousands of titles, hundreds of hours, hundreds of years worth of audio <laughs> entertainment. In fact, and you can download and get a free free. Listening yeah. item. It's yeah. not really an item. <laughs> so close, Catherine. I know. You're, <laughs> I tried. You're a little rusty, you know. but <laughs> so what happens Dust is it off for next time. Premium members get one MP3 download credit every month. Yeah. So for that first free month, you're a premium member. You get one MP3 download credit. You're allowed to bank them and and save it for when you want to download a two credit item or a three credit item. Our advice is go ahead and get that. Take it for the first uh, month or there. Absolutely. And uh, enjoy it. Keep it forever, whether you keep the Audible membership or not. But they're confident that you will keep it because it's got that great sync technology where mm-hmm. uh, whether you're listening in the car or in the house or in your ear pods um, or whatever you're yeah. doing, uh, it'll keep your place. Um, it's just so uh, so amazing. Podcasts and audiobooks, and uh, it's like found time. It really is. So when Although you're driving all this distance, I know. You know, I really need to sign up. You know, I think part of the reason why I can never say what it is actually like a downloaded oh. credit is because I'm still old school, and I actually yeah. have like hard copies we of get, real books. Got to get money if you sign up. You know, I know. I really need to sign up. Right. <laughs> learn, learn this new technology. <laughs> What century are we in? <laughs> well, now that you're, you know, how many miles is it to Baton Rouge? A lot. It's nine hours. Oh, so that's got to be like 500 miles, right? I don't know. Or more? Probably, Probably. more. Yeah, so that's a lot. You can listen to a lot of books or podcasts or things. Not just not just books, but uh, probably all sorts of things. All right, fantastic. Well, we appreciate your watching, liking, sharing, subscribing, and helping us get to 1,000 YouTube subscribers before Christmas. Smash that button. For notifications so you don't miss any of our episodes, including with the lovely Miss Freedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to ro- uh, twist your arm, and we're going to make a uh, Seymour Smokies episode at the cave. Nice. While you're in town. That'd be fun. You got time for that? I do, yeah. All right. I do think that we should make sure that the twisting of the arm is on camera. <laughs> I don't think I had to twist your arm to say yes. Is what I really was. Exa- I don't think you're going to be there anyway. I know. I know. I just. I'm, it's all right. Yeah. All I have to do is slap a microphone on you. Right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. It'll be great. <laughs> but I want to twist the arm on the camera. All right. It is the Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frank. And we'll talk to you again next time.